Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Heidi Horsley, and I'm here today with a very good friend of mine and colleague, Dr. Jill Harrington, and we are going to discuss superhero grief, the transformative power of loss. And Dr. Jill is an adjunct professor. She is a grief educator and a therapist. She She serves on the advisory board for TAPS, which is the Tragedy Assistance Program for survivors who have had military losses, and I serve with her. And she has written an incredible book called Superhero Grief, The Transformative Power of Loss. And this book brings superheroes into the limelight of grief support. She is no stranger to loss because she is a surviving military spouse and both her parents have died. So welcome to the show, Jill. Ah, Thank you, Dr. Horsley for or Heidi for having me on here. One of my favorite, favorite places to refer people to who are looking for hope through loss, open to hope. Thank you. We appreciate that. And you know, it's people like you and our guests that make us who we are today. And I so appreciate you joining us because you have done so much in the field of grief and loss over the years. And how did you get interested in superheroes? How did you even get interested in this topic? I'm a kid from the 1970s and grew up in New York, the epicenter of kind of uh, comics. I grew up sort of looking at all these superheroes, reading the comics, coming home from school watching Batman out. Well, I love it. And you know, it's interesting when you look at like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, a lot of these superheroes don't have parents, they're orphans. The idea for the book really came many years ago um, when I was working at something called Project Liberty, which you're probably aware of. Um, After 9-11, I was working um, for an agency in Nassau County and we were seeing um, variations of different families who had had losses associated with 9-11. I was working with a young child who had lost an uncle and um, he, he was an uncle in name, but um, like a friend of a friend of a family, a father figure for him. And uh, he was very shut down. He was grieving and he, you know, I'd seen him for weeks in complete silence and, you know, working with children that you sit with that silence and you learn to build trust with them. But it was really hard to try to build some kind of therapeutic rapport. And one day he walked in with a Batman t-shirt. And so I said to him, I'm like, I started talking to him about Batman. And as we were talking, we had, we kind of had this therapeutic bridge between the two of us. It was this relatable kind of safe bridge to talk about. And he loved the Batman just as much as I did. So I could sit on the floor and play with him and talk to him about Bruce Wayne and I kind of introduced the idea about Bruce Wayne being a survivor whose parents were killed. And that's where the dialogue really began. But in 2009, I was sitting at the Association for Death Education, the the conference in Miami, Florida. I'll still never forget this day. I hadn't graduated with my doctorate yet. I was getting my my DSW. And um, I was working on a potential project that involved Dr. Kathy Shear at the Center for Complicated Grief there at Columbia University. And I had my laptop and I opened up my laptop and 
on the laptop was a fan depiction art of um, a Batman standing in front of the grave of his parents in the snow yeah. with roses in front of their grave. And Dr. Shear just asked me, Kathy asked me, she's like, what's that a picture of? And I was like, oh my gosh, devil on one shoulder, angel on the other. <laughs> I'm about to risk my, I'm a doctoral student here. I'm going to start nerding out, you know, grief nerd. I'm going to start nerding out on the fact that Batman's a homicide survivor. And if you Google Batman and complicated grief, it's one of the most talked about psychological conditions he has. And so wow. the, the dialogue began the origins of superheroes, their trans, their transformation, like any of us, really um, the majority of them starts with a death. And it's a pretty traumatic death, which is a catalyst for them. And wow, the well, and I love that panel because you all dressed up in superhero outfits and I see your superhero t-shirt today. And that was powerful just seeing those images as you were talking on stage. We started using you know psychodrama to really kind of educate, entertain, but educate this trans, you know, the visual arts and the arts can be a transformative teaching tool. And learning, significant learning can come from creativity and things that people can, that resonate with people and people can remember. And a lot of people love superheroes. 2018, after the death of both my parents, um, I really felt like I didn't want to wait anymore. Life is precious, it's short. And um, for me, they were my definite New York characters. Well, I've um, got to say something right now. I think your dad inspired you very early in life because he was a superhero. He in was a, a New York firefighter. He was an FDNY superhero. Yeah, for uh, yeah, when I was a kid. So, um, and my mom lived a life of service as well too. She worked in in hospitals, and she ran big hospital divisions. And um, my parents both my my mother also gave to a lot of charities. Um, she was very deeply embedded in her Catholic faith and um, and and giving back through a lot of social organizations. So how did how does the concept of superheroes, how has it helped you with your loss, with the loss of both your parents? Everyone's really supportive of you for like the first week or two. And then they're like, okay, well, you're an adult, go back to work. You know, it happens to everybody. But, you know, having a lifetime with your parents, you're just, and looking forward, a part of your history is gone. A part of your relationship is gone. Um, it's really, the whole world changes. And so there were times that I really had to lean on feeling, you know, feeling really vulnerable in my grief. And most superheroes, we think of them as just being all powerful and all strong. They're not, they have vulnerabilities. Superman has, you know, kryptonite as a vulnerability. We also know that with all his superpowers, um, that he can't resurrect his dead parents. He has to find a way forward. And so when there were days that you know, I felt like just allowing myself to kind of feel that vulnerability and feel depleted. I allowed myself to do that. But at the same time, I then tried to tap into hope and strength um, and some of my own superpowers. And sometimes that's just when you're especially newly grieving. That could be just the strength to get out of bed and face the day. Yeah, well, and it is, you know, my dad died a year ago and I mean, you lost both your parents in, within a year. It's a lot. And like you said, who are we without our parents in our lives? Who am, it was like an identity shift. I was like, who am I without my dad? I don't know this life without my dad. Like mm -hmm. I, I've never been on the earth without him. I mean, it was really big. I'm like, 
wow, you know, he was, I still, like you said, he was, I knew he was out there if I needed advice, if I needed support, if I needed to touch base with them. And all of a sudden he's not here. And it was me thinking, wow, okay, now I'm in charge of everything. You know, it's me now. It's like the next generation. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. So I, I totally identify with what you're saying. I'm wondering with the whole superhero grief, who, which superhero do you most identify with and why? <laughs> wow. Okay. So um, I probably, the two that I most identify with are probably Batman and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is, um, you know, Batman, I have absolutely 100% loved since I was a kid and I'm a New Yorker. Uh, Gotham is New York City. Batman is everything New York City. I think Batman, he leaned on his intelligence through his grief. Uh, I think that's something that hopefully I can identify with, you know, working, finding new meaning and purpose, um, trying to, in a world, that seems death can feel so unjust, trying to seek sort of that meaning and, and, and justice in a way, like um, how does my life become just without my parents in it anymore? So, and the, and the ones I love because it was, you know, accumulation of losses in the last 20 years for me and my family. And as we all get older, it, it will become that way for all of us. And, and so, you know, at this crossroads of our life. So, you know, and, Batman also, as much as he has the desire to push people away and not get close to them, I definitely identify with that after having quite a few losses in my own life. Um, you know, it makes you not sometimes want to get close to people and that's understandable. But um, I think at the end of the day, Bruce Wayne really wants to be around people and he wants to create new family. And, uh, and he's all about attachment and deep relationships whether he believes it or not, you know, you lose somebody, it's really hard to open yourself up to that again. And that's where I think the courage comes in to love again after loss, to have hope again after loss. I think hope, and that's where Wonder Woman for me, you know, being six feet tall, you can't see me in this chair. I teased a lot for being tall. And I think I loved Wonder Woman because I could identify with a woman who was tall, who was empowered, who had strength, um, but she wasn't invulnerable. She carries a shield. Um, She had to leave her homeland. Uh, I have since moved out of New York. Sometimes I feel like an outlander. I live in the DC area, but um, she had to leave um, her homeland and leave a whole past behind her and come to a new place. Very scary. And um, she also carries, again, talking about she was tall and strong and kind of mighty and she's a demigod, but she also has vulnerabilities or else she wouldn't carry a shield and a sword. But she was always very hopeful. Wonder Woman was always very hopeful. And she's the one kind of always leading the charge um, in terms of trying to set the, the, the team on a positive direction or having hope in humanity. She believes even with all humanity's faults, that love and it really outweighs um, the, outweighs any of the bad. The book was really this idea after the ADEC panel in 2018. Um, Dr. Bob, Robert Niemeyer is the, the co-editor of the book. Um, he was also on the panel. And after uh, the panel, he came up to me with the folks from Routledge and said, 
this is a great concept that you've kind of discovered. Would you be willing to um, write a book about it? And I thought, okay, he's going to ask me to write a book about Batman, who I absolutely love. I love the Batman. And um, he's like, no, about all the superhero universes. So where, where can people get the book, Superhero Grief? They could either get it on Amazon or they can get it on the Routledge site. The book really focuses on the concepts of transformative grief. Heidi, you talked about identity. You know, loss really challenges our identity. Our, our whole worlds are changed and how we view ourselves in that world. And, and you know, who people are to us are become part of our identity as well. Like if I'm not a daughter, who am I? Right, exactly. And it's on this dis discovery. And most of these superheroes are, their origins are in loss and they're set on that path. And with these superpowers, they make decisional choices um, in their grief, what to do in terms of these new superpowers and how they're going to create identity for themselves. How do people find you if they want to find you? Well, I do have a website called www.superherogrief.com. You are Wonder Woman because you are strong, you are smart, and you're vulnerable. You have the courage to be vulnerable, and you have a huge heart. Wow. So I really appreciate everything you do for so many out there in helping people find hope after loss. And thank you for publishing this book and building awareness for superheroes and how they can help us navigate our own waters with of grief and loss and hope and healing. Thanks, Thank Jill. You. Thank you so much, Heidi. Thanks for having me on Open to Hope. You're welcome. So if you want to see more shows like this, go to opentohope.com. And I want everyone out there to remember that if you've lost hope, please lean on mine and Jill's until you found your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.